Welcome to another episode of Men of the Machine. I'm Lucas, joined with Charles and Kevin, joined with, like, an Autobot. Uh, Alright, you're doing great. Um, we Don't forget to call us a, the Nutty Buddies. Oh yeah, we are the Nutty Buddies. Yeah, yeah. The Nutty Buddies. And speaking of that, I was trying to surprise you guys, because I went and got a haircut today, and I know that you guys both have this undercut thing going on we have almost the exact same haircut my yeah, experience awesome. my it. experience was not good at the barber shop i will tell oh, no. you what why because uh, well, I, I did get a haircut as yeah, you can see great. but uh i said i said undercut when i walked in uh but let me get to the let me get to that first okay so i show up it's towards the end of the day uh there's usually ladies that i've been going to this place for years there's ladies that are usually there that I know. I showed up and there's there's a guy that I didn't know and he's cutting some guy's hair and I'm just waiting for my slot and uh, or you know I'm thinking that maybe there's a lady that's like at the bathroom or something. I'm just hoping. Right. And uh, as he's finishing up on this other guy, I see uh, another dude walk in and I think he's there for a haircut, but no, he is he is there to cut hair. And he is fat and just not well-dressed. And he's arguing on his Bluetooth headset about something that must have gone missing. I'm not entirely sure, but maybe it was drugs. Who knows? Looking at this guy. And I'm like, please, I don't want this guy to cut my hair. <laughs> so he seemed like the guy, he seemed like next in line, but really he was just waiting to start cutting hair? Yeah. Okay, I'm with and, you. Again. And so he... He went, he got me in the chair and I said, you know, I, I wanted to do an undercut thing where I leave it pretty long on top. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, I understand what you're talking about. And so <clears throat> he starts doing it on the shaving the side short. And then he's like keeping it styled up top. And I'm like, right. Cause they spray like, it. Psh, 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 right. And right. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah. you got to. Yeah. I was like, it looks like it's a little off. Like, there's a little more hair on this side. And he's just like, he's just like, keeps swooping it back over. And I'm like, I just don't think this looks right. And he'll like, cut it a little more. And then, yeah. and then he's like, there you go. And I was like, actually, that cut does kind of look good. And then like, I paid him and then walked out and I got to the car and I'm like, still playing with it. And I'm like, yeah, that looks good from that angle. And then like, I like shake my hair and I realized like it was super lopsided and like yeah. it it was it was bad and I was like I got to go back in uh, you you double took I wow. did I went back in and uh I would just deal with a bad haircut I'd be like nah this it's not worth it no I, I, I would I fixed. would too even when they're... it was like it was like lopsided like on this side where the hair was really long and then it was like shorter over here, like a bowl cut looking thing. So it yeah. was like, if you turn my head, I'm Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber. And then like on this side of my head, like I was like some sort of emo guy. And, and, uh, it just, it wasn't looking great. So I went back in and, uh, the dude says to me, Hey dude, just so you know, we close at five. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to you. And I'm like, wow, what a superstar. <laughs> uh, I was just in here and he's like, oh, I didn't even recognize you. And I'm like, 
And I'm like, were you not even just looking at my face, cutting my hair? And so he finishes up with the guy that he's cutting. The, there was a guy behind me that was waiting. He was the last guy of the day, apparently, because the other dude that was there, as soon as he was done, he took off. Didn't even make dialogue with that other guy. He was just like, he seemed well, like a nice dude. Shop and I'm out. And uh, this guy that was cutting my hair, I, I was like, yeah, we just got to fix this because uh, it's obviously it. lopsided. And he's like, Dude, the undercut is, like, such a dumb haircut style. Like, it's, like, <laughs> it's just something that, like, and he just, like, bitched about the undercut the entire time. He's, like, I'm just giving you a regular haircut. I'm just going to straighten this up. And and then, he, you know, the whole time was just bitching about, like, this is, like, one of the stupidest hairstyles, and it's so trendy, and people think that it's... Uh -huh easy to manage but you always have to wake up and style it that's just just how it is it looks it looks dumb if you don't wake up and style it i mean that part's pretty true and it i is was just like <laughs> i've i've had this haircut before like like i have done it before but yeah like it's not it's not that bad like yeah it's I not that trendy bad. either brad pitt was doing it in like 99 and just never gave it up so i wanted to get it and surprise you but I had a terrible experience, and I think that's fitting. But and now you just uh, look like normal Lucas. It yeah. it looks it looks good. It looks very Peaky Blinders on the side. Uh, nice. It's nice. I don't. You look I nice. don't know what that means. It's a British crime drama. Uh, it takes what did I say about referencing shit on my podcast? Dude, Peaky Blinders <laughs> is one of the top Netflix shows they've ever released. I'm pretty sure. Am I supposed to be impressed? It's by also that? one of the better Netflix shows they've ever. It's released. pretty good. It's good. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm sure it's I great. Know. My buddy Max is it's pretty super good. Dude, watch the trailer and you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, I could, I could. That's the show. Yeah. I mean, it definitely it has one of my favorite actors in it, which is nice. Uh, right. uh, Scarecrow from Batman Begins. Uh, don't yes. tell me his name. Don't tell me his name. I said, he's from Twenty Eight Days Later. Uh Cillian. So, uh, yep. Uh, uh, you're you're almost there. I'm like halfway. I'm like Cro Lucas. Cross I'm the finish right line, on the buddy. edge. Uh, Murphy. <laughs> There yep, it is. that's it. There that's it. it. All right. So, anyways, um, yeah. I wanted to, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I uh, from now on when we do uh, intro, we sh need to do it in a style where we each say our own name because uh, it has been brought to my attention that people just don't know who we are because we're all each other. So yeah. Uh, oh, we all we'll, sound so similar. That's right. Or at least to certain yeah. people, some of us sound similar enough. Me and Charles have been confused. Me and you have been confused, and you and Charles have been confused. So just for the sake of helping, uh, we'll do the intro and then we'll go in order of top to bottom on the Discord. However, that lines up for for the week because it's different depending on when you join. So that's, just for future reference, maybe I'm Kevin. That's like one of the, whenever we talk and just Lucas here again. Right, yeah. and I'm, I'm Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I'm and, Kevin. and I'm Kevin. Charles, I'm Kevin. Over. Yep. Yep. You're yeah, and, and I'll end with over every time, and that'll. Yeah. Oh, we should each get quirks. We should each get little, uh, uh, little tags that say who we are. I dibs on saying over when I'm done with a sentence. Over. Oh, I'm just gonna inhale deeply every time I'm done talking. <laughs> <gasps> no, you can't do it when you're done. You can't do it when you're done. You can do it when you start talking. Like I got probably has to up. on some of his long-winded rants. Could I? But, could yeah. I do it on both when I start talking? <gasps> Oh, that was when I was done. That was in the. Whoops. That was also in the, in the middle, middle. Is okay. Actually. In no, the middle no. is good. Well, well, we'll workshop this. We'll workshop this. But the point I'm hitting, is, I'm hitting my stride on that one. But yeah, ain't nothing gonna break your stride. Uh, you, Charles, has icebreakers. I do. Uh, I brought three this time. I'll drop one right in the beginning. I'll drop one in the middle. I'll drop one at the end. Uh, 
So, so my first one, um, I'm I'm frequently accused of being Jackson's. an old man in a 31 year old person's body. Right, uh, so. I've I've got a couple of uh of different old man habits, and I kind of wanted to know what are you guys' old man habits. And uh, while you think about it a little bit, I'll I'll drop mine just as food for thought. Right. So right. uh, my first one, bird enthusiasm. I really like taking pictures of birds. You know I what? really like watching birds. I was going to be snarky, but when we were in Boston, I got into it. I, it was I downloaded fun. the app and I wanted to know birds. I, I It was a great time. I'm not going to deny that. I, I want to get a bird camera, but I was looking into bird cameras. It's I want to get a camera. There's a line. There's so, a line. And getting yeah. a bird camera is the line. I want to get a very amateur, very basic bird camera. Uh they've got like these long lenses i don't know anything about it uh, it's yeah. a little bit pricey for someone who doesn't know anything about photography i'm there, still waffle i'm still waffling on it we'll there's a guy here at the farm that uh he he goes right across the street and he takes pictures of the bald eagle that lives yeah. in the swamp yep that's where i want that's be. the guy that's the guy you need to talk to he's really old so i'd talk what? to him soon yes see that's what i'm getting eagle. at really old guy taking a picture of a bald eagle that's <laughs> yeah. my that's one of my old man habits it is uh, it is so uh my next one i'm like really into the civil war right now i'm like yeah that's reading true. about it i'm listening to a book on tape about it uh i guess maybe calling things book on tape is also an old man habit uh, i'm listening to an <laughs> audio book i'm listening to an audio book about the civil war uh, i'm also watching a ken burns documentary about the civil war i'm ingesting the civil war from every angle i can get it uh another thing that i brainstormed on I eat dinner promptly at five whenever possible. Uh, that's kind of. An I I will refute. I, I will refute that one because I've also been accused of eating early being an old man habit. But then I also look into when basically every family in our town had dinner, and it was always earlier than later. Um, and I think that's yeah. just like a regional thing that has been mm -hmm. wrongfully attributed to old people because of the early bird special. There, there were a lot of old people in our town. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's uh, you, you, okay, yes, that's yeah. a good point. I can't refute that. But I just uh, feel like uh, dinner time always, it, since I was like a child. A child. Uh, people who ate dinner at like 8 p.m., it, it feels wrong. Even as an adult eating dinner at 8 p.m., I'm like, I'm going to bed soon. What am I doing it, cramming it feels... two pounds of shepherd's pie in my gullet? Like, what? It feels wrong to me, too, and actually, for your digestive tract and for your sleep schedule, it is wrong. It's that's the wrong an old way to thing to say. That's a that's four. <laughs> All right. Well, I came I came in with five. <laughs> uh, my next one, I'm really into taking naps. I love taking a nap. Oh, taking man. Oh, we like have to come up with five? This is no, a, no, no. He's just giving this an impressive list of old I, stuff yeah, that no, you do. No, no, no. <laughs> just I do, so we have time. Lot, I do a lot of old stuff. <laughs> I just happen to do a little bit more old stuff than some people. Yeah, uh, and it actually my, sounds pretty appealing. My my last one, Charles. my last one. I keep a wall calendar with my appointments written on it. Yeah, that's insane. That's just insanity. You either forget it or you finally remember to put it into your Google Calendar. Those are the two options. Physical yeah. calendar is not exist. I got a I got a really nice physical calendar with pictures of my cats on it. So each month I get. Oh to see well, that's different because that was a present and that's awesome. That's I a, just, but I know you would have one anyways. I'm just saying that that specific one I, is. I had yeah. a wall calendar last year and it wasn't. It didn't. No, no, I know. That's yeah. why. 
the behavior's the problem, but the the calendar itself, you, you got a good one. I, I uh, recently tried to keep a, a book, uh, an agenda book or a planner, if you will. And can I, uh, I, I started I, for like a week. Oh, never. What? Uh, you wrote down, like, <laughs> fill in agenda book on yeah. Tuesday and then never yeah. went in on Tuesday yeah. to fill it in. What a disaster. Uh, the oh. worst thing I do with my uh, wall calendar, at one point we had a baby shower that was planned and I wrote down on it so uh, my boss, who it was for, wouldn't see that we were planning a baby shower. I wrote down adult bath and I wrote it, like, six months ahead of time and when i got to that time period i had no idea what i was talking about <laughs> I, was like, I was like what do i mean when i say i'm gonna do an adult bath you planted Thursday? the seed too early it, it, <laughs> didn't, it didn't germinate like months went by and i get to the day that adult bath is supposed to happen i'm kind of like anxiously looking around like what's gonna what's gonna happen to me today <laughs> Uh, before I get into my old man thing, I have an old man thing that Charles does that I think is incredibly endearing. Every old man you know has a wrongful sense of pride in how good the stuff they own is. So when Charles is telling you a story, for example, on this podcast about making ramen noodles at home, he'll go, and our microwave is strong. I mean, this is like a high wattage microwave. <laughs> like, it's a microwave that came with your apartment. Like, it's, all right. He's it's like, top quality. You should have heard yeah, the guy at Sears. He'll be talking about like he'll be talking about like some free pair of headphones he got, and he'll just be like, "No, no, no, these are like top of the line." And most of just like, "I'm sure they're good, but the way you bolster it is like an 80 year old man talking about his Milwaukee power saw in the so garage." That just is like, that is actually one of mine that I was gonna really uh, like to, to go in to on how dope your stuff is. Yeah, I, I guess I'll just I'll throw mine in real quick. Uh, I have this like little battery jumper. It's just a flashlight, but it, it's oh, like yeah. a, it like will jump your your vehicle's battery, and you can. Do oh, it's it, one like... of those super compact ones that's good for like an instant charge, like a boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you can do like you know like three or four jumps off a full charge or something like that. But yeah, those uh, things are tight. And I was I was at Garrett's house, and his car battery died, and. Uh, he was blocking me in his driveway, and I was like, oh, dude, don't worry, I got this. And he's like, no, nah, dude, I mean, my battery's on the other side. You're not going to be able to turn around, and, and we're, we're not going to be able to do this. Did you he's say, like, Sonny, let me show you something. And, and I was like, <laughs> hold on, dude, you got to see this thing. And I pulled it out <laughs> and, and opened his hood, and he's just like, wait, what? And he's like, where do you hook it up to the other car? And I was like, you don't, dude. It's the coolest thing. You're never going to believe And this. I hooked it up, and and, I, and he's like, what do we do now? And I was like, just start the car. And he's like, just like that from the, just that flashlight? And I'm like, just start the car. And he starts it up, and I'm like, isn't that uh, so cool? And he looks no, at no, me. No, no, did and, you say, in that something? In that something. And he looks at <laughs> me, and he goes... Something. No, I think we're just getting old. And I was just like, yeah. I do that to my friends all the time. Whenever someone points out how cool mundane technology is, I'm like, who are you? It's just <laughs> a thing. Like, I don't know. I, I, you, yeah, you're old as dirt. Um, I know an old thing we all do. 
talk on the phone at length with each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a very old thing well, to do. As opposed to FaceTiming 100% FaceTime of the time. FaceTime for 10 minutes or text message throughout the day or Snapchat pictures or call to let them know that you're going to be sending them something. Discord, even if we just hang out in Discord all day, that's even not as old. <laughs> Specifically calling our personal phone numbers and staying on the line for an excess of 60 minutes is a very old thing to do. Or like when we try to merge the call and we botch it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, can't. I don't know what I'm doing I here. don't know how to merge just, the call. No, you just you click the add call and then you got to call him. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oldest thing Charles does, tries to set up audio on his computer. Any kind, doesn't matter if it's speakers or headphones or a mic. Oh. I've gotten really good at it, I'll have you know. <laughs> You've gotten better, it's but like, uh, there it's like was Jerry. a moment. <laughs> it's like Jerry at the daycare in Rick and Morty, where they're all, they have like a... Yeah, trying plug to, in the... Trying <laughs> yeah. To, yeah, that's exactly it's, Well, I made the joke auxiliary? At, I made the joke at work one day, um, we were getting ready to play, it was Monday, so we were going to do, De or no, it was Tuesday when we were trying to do Tuesdays, we were going to do Destiny Night, and... Um, I was talking about how Charles bought a new mic. This was right after he got the, uh, the, the the Yeti. And DJ was like, oh, no, that means half an hour of troubleshooting. I said, don't worry, he'll plug it in and somehow hack the Pentagon and we'll be right on our way. Because <laughs> it's just like, he'll be like, hold on, let me turn the volume up. Computer reboots, the lights in his house flicker a little bit. Chicken gets a call from the authorities. And it's just like, what did you do? Like, how did you do that? <laughs> um oh oh my my old i never actually picked one out for me um uh, does physical ailments count because i have the back of a 90 year old i can throw my back out by accidentally turning to look at something too fast i guess it's I how can you get down with a it. i can get yeah. down with physical ailments uh, oh i love when i throw my back out i do like this old man walk around the house and franny's like are you okay i'm like you don't understand if i move any other way i'm dead and then she's like well let me help you i'm like no no i'm it's like it's you know what it is for me we talked about this on the last podcast but you know what it is for me and i was talking about this with my elbow too it's like playing operation the thrill of knowing <laughs> that the buzzer is right there keeps me like uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there it is i did it and then i like freeze and i'm like <gasps> you have you ever thrown yeah. your back out you know how you get the shortness of breath yeah. when you feel that pain you're just like breathe it hold on hold on your body slowly simmers and then you're like back into the game and you well, it's like when you break a rib too yeah, oh, <laughs> i don't yeah, think that was tough i don't think i've ever thrown my back out oh i've done it too many times one time i did it <laughs> how do you how do you know how do you know it's you know out? uh you can't you stand know, up you, yeah you can't stand up when you are standing up you're hunched over you can't actively move your spine if you move it you feel this shooting pain and loss of breath throughout your body you're just like Hoo! and and what does throwing it out actually mean because i think it's you're just not literally i think it's it just like torquing a muscle and or hitting a nerve it could be a it, number of things i learned yeah. this at the chiropractor but uh, oh, so I totally believe it. Uh, well, what are you saying? They're quacks. Anyway. No, I have no uh, stance on chiropractic. Yeah, I just want uh, to be Yeah, there's a lot of things that people refer to <laughs> throwing your back out as. It yeah. could just be like... Um, Muscle spasms? Uh, it could just be like swelling between oh. the discs. Or the yeah. discs are swelling or whatever. So there's just pressure. Yeah. And sometimes it could be nerves. Sometimes it could be actual damage. A lot of yeah. times it's just like things are swelling from inf inflammation unless there's a serious problem then it's like oh the oldest thing uh my uh, my like mental answer uh is i'm really into boats now 
Oh yeah, Not, that is a just. I just love nautical theme. Yeah, that, that, theme that is a really hands. old thing about you. I yeah. I do like a bathroom with a nice oh nice and something theme. Uh, Charles and I can share. I absolutely love antiquing. The thing that's different oh, for yeah, me, me which is a different kind of old person. I do not like antiquing. You know, like just by myself or just Franny and I. I enjoy it. We have fun. But I love antiquing with friends where you get to slowly ponder around the place and point out how dope old shit is. I love friend antiquing. Yeah. Friend Me too. Me too. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That that that's final answer. That's final answer. I only have that I uh I really love the dad jokes. Like puns. Dad jokes are tight. They're also uh, in right now though, so it's a catch twenty two. But I've always done it They're and it's it's especially the the clean oh, no. and He's boring. He's a dad joke hipster. Yeah. I was I was talking about uh, what what smells like red paint and is blue for years and no one said anything. <laughs> it's it's blue paint, by the way. <laughs> That's oh, hysterical. That's yeah, yeah. That... It's all. It's also. What do you call a singing it... computer? Adele. Adele. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great it's one. That's be. classic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wh- uh, wh- why did the scarecrow win the Nobel Peace Prize? Because he was outstanding in his field. Yeah. I know that one. Yeah. That's. One I've of heard my that so many do... times, and I it I'll still do... gets me, dude. I'll I love him. I'll do my favorite one, and then we'll move on from dad jokes. It's a visual one, so I apologize it's on a podcast, but you need to know it so you can try it on someone. You go, hey, what are these? Terrorists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you got to pull it on someone. Pull it on your grandma next time. She will laugh until she hates the Muslims again. Which will be quick. <laughs> It'll be quick. It'll be quick. <laughs> Old people are racist. It's a shame. Oh yeah, big time. Big yeah, time. big time. Yeah. Anyways, uh, which gets us into our next old person <laughs> yeah. quality. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Lucas, did you have something you would like to talk about? Nope. Uh, I was oh, you had your frazz- haircut anecdote. I was pretty frazzled by the haircut thing today. That yeah. like took up a lot of my mental energy. I okay. I have a second one. I can drop a second icebreaker, and I then I'll do. The I, I got a topic I want to talk about. Awesome. Uh, this one doesn't really punctuate well in the middle of something if we talk about anything else, so I might as well bring it up now. Um, okay. If exotic pets were legal to own and friendly, which one would you own? Uh, this one came from Allie. This was her idea. How exotic? How exotic uh, are we talking? So let me drop this one on you. Mine is an African elephant, and for the following reasons. Wow. They live for they live for 70 years. You could ride them around, and it would be badass as fuck. And they're really intelligent, and they're really respectable. They're so wise. You, and uh, and Charles the Great, Charlemagne, you he rode around an African elephant. You would have to take up three jobs just to feed it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, I, I would do it. I would do it, he said. Big time. I would do it. <laughs> no, well, you could, man. You could, you could make some side scratch just charging people to come over and see it and pet it That's and That's really it. true. You could actually, don't even make scratch, just tell them to bring food for the elephant. <laughs> They boom. Bring a watermelon, and you get to ride the elephant for five minutes. Pays, uh, pays for itself in no time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, what, wait, hold on. Back up on the thought Charles said. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I wouldn't do that because I would be scared of, 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 of having to afford the housing and or food yeah. for them. I refuse to get a dog bigger than a Labrador for that reason. I'm like, you want me to get a Mastiff in this house and feed yeah. it on my paycheck? No, no, no fuck off out of here i can't afford 300 dollars a month in like the basic kibble that's not even good yeah. food 
We'd figure it out with this elephant thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting fed up with my cats as it is. And I mean, elephant yeah, first, have, figuring it out after. We have all medical food for both our animals. Uh, the bunny takes a lot of treats. She, Franny likes to eat our treats. Fresh veggies weekly for all of the animals, like the chickens and the bunny and stuff. They get all fresh vegetables. Franny chops them upstairs on the counter. She, like, does that for them. We buy them treats. We buy them, like... Can you imagine if I got a big dog, the amount of treats and food? Oh, I can't. I can't yeah, do it. a lot. I'm trying to imagine how much it must cost to get a custom elephant saddle. Oh, Probably that would be thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. Just the material alone would be like a grand, and then you got to pay someone to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. I always thought it would be cool to have like a, a, a space in your home that's like a kind of like not like an atrium but like a, a, a an environment for like a like a fox from a different region like a fennec fox or something like you fennec create. fox is number are those two the on big my ears list. are those the yeah, big ear yeah. ones yep. or, Very or little, just having a regular ears. fox would be cool too but like you yep. you have like a space where it's like almost like a greenhouse off from your house that is yep. like an inv a controlled environment for them that you just go. That's where you get to hang out with them, and they can go outside. Who's paying too. for this controlled environment? I don't. It's just. A, it's just something <laughs> I've a, always that's thought. That's an would old be cool person thing house. you so, do. So here's my my old my old. Who's person, paying for this? My old person trait is not being able to understand hypotheticals because I like I love <laughs> hypotheticals like this, but then I'm like. You don't have room for an elephant in that yard. Like I'm like, what are you talking about? That's yeah, crazy. I know. And who's, who's going to find it? On... <laughs> Who's yeah. paid to ride on an elephant? That's what I'm saying. Who's gonna finance an elephant in this economy? Yeah, not me. I can tell you that much right now. Um, all right. So uh, we'll go with mine, and mine is dramatically less cool than yours, Tooses. Use guises. Um, I am a use big guys. fan of of forest critters that are flat and plump or fat and plumpy. I would absolutely kill to have fat not flat although one of them is flat uh and it's very sad um i would absolutely kill to have a skunk a possum and a badger that just skunk. waddled around my house eating from a bowl like nom, nom, nom. oh and a raccoon four i want all four and they just waddle around and then they just jump up on a chair and they're big old plubby guys i want the big ones you know for of all three of these we've all seen normal ones but you know when you're when it's walking down the street and the entire body of that possum is going but don't but don't but i want four you know, possum skunk badger and raccoon wander in my home yeah. what is this super auto pets <laughs> yes yes it is although possums aren't say. in that game it's a damn you shame I've, a... I've i've rioted the Coliseum started so they can all duke it but out. But they're all super easy to feed. You give them yeah. all leftovers and slop and vegetables. That's easy. They sleep anywhere, so they would just enjoy the home with me. Maybe in my bed. I would I would kill yeah. for that. They're insanely fluffy and warm. So in the winter, mm. can you imagine getting on a couch and a raccoon is sitting next to you holding a grape and there's a possum that walks up and just plops down on your feet and then there's a badger. They are huge, actually. They're not small at all. There's a badger way down next to you, so the entire couch is tilted sideways come on and then a skunk comes waddling over with their beautiful long hair yeah, and just the sits skunk right would on be on lap. my list too for yeah. sure oh big time uh, woodland saw, creatures are just my everything i saw an animal planet where where people had skunks in their home and and also pot possums they're all possums they're, are number one on that list if i have to pick one i want possums as many as i can have yeah i 
love them. Plus, have you ever seen them sleeping in a tree when they're with the tail? Oh my god, so cute. So cute. So, I guess so a, pl- a sloth would be cool in that. that no, nah, screw too. that, man. They're too slow. <laughs> I'm down here. The sloth is up there. How am I supposed man. to? Just no. Watch no, no, I don't have time for that. Plus, they have to, they <laughs> always have to be hanging on something. They can't live on the ground. So they would. You'd have to have just shit everywhere for them. Your, your arm, arm would get yeah, so just strong. Your, you'd have like a super ripped right arm, and everyone would be like, mm, and you'd be like, no, sloth. Plants <laughs> all throughout your house. Sloth. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I wanted to talk about something. It is a long-term piggyback on Lucas's uh, first terrible question from the first podcast, where he just, or the second podcast, where he just went. So how do you guys rate things? And we were just like, what? What do you even mean? How do we rate? And you're like, yeah, I mean, like, how do you think something? Oh come good? on! I tried to explain. Yeah, it maybe. A few, sure, a, you did. A little but, better than that. Well, like, uh, what criteria and what and what? Yeah, you, you know, got there after I hounded you. Do you use? I was I was way confused. I definitely thought that you <laughs> meant on a scale of one to ten. Yeah, you, it was it no, was no. crazy. So I wanted to take it. I'm still not sure scale based on. What is the scale based on? Well, what's, everything what's has a different scale. Everything. But, 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 but this is good because, so what, I had an epiphany. I was talking with DJ. Actually, it went back even farther when I was having a conversation with Franny. But I was talking with DJ, um, and I was going off about a uh, very, very good show that I personally dislike. Avatar The Last Airbender. think it's garbage. Don't want to watch what? it ever again in my life. Um, and we were talking back and forth about it. First off, he said things like, how can you even rate it? You haven't seen it. I've seen all of it multiple times. It was my favorite show in high school. I just grew up and realized it was bad. And so, uh, to me, asterisks. Um, so I was, we were talking about this, and, I, and we were talking about why that show may or may not hit with me anymore like it once did, or why I have changed my opinion on it, much like how I've complete, I, community, I watched that uh, all the way through, thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Immediately started. We don't a second talk about through. community on this I, podcast. You're right. A show. Uh, watched it one time through, loved it. Immediately on the second time through, I was like, I have to watch this again. You know, I am with The Office and Adventure Time and shit like that. I just keep watching it. Very first season, second time through, I was just like, this is ass. And I watched the whole thing, and I was like, nope, that was ass. I'm mad I watched it again. I should have left it in my memory. So. This all relates to last night's or Wednesday's podcast I recorded with Jeff, which I I lost. I didn't save the audio. Um, I forgot to hit download when I was done with clean feed, and just it's gone forever. I uh, so we we're gonna we're gonna make it up. But the point is, in that podcast, we're talking about our favorite Nickelodeon shows. He's talking about all the shows he likes. I'm talking about all the shows I like. And it came to me one big criteria for nostalgia based stuff. I lived what I perceived to be a very adventurous life as a kid not like the best you know i've talked about like money issues i've had or like i've got personal family issues that i've had and stuff like that minor i'm not gonna be like it's not like this trauma filled no but on the grand scheme of things it was a it was a good childhood but it wasn't anything crazy but it was very adventurous with uh all the trips i would go on all the uh um, four-wheelers and motorcycles my dad would let us ride just anywhere we wanted i could get on the four-wheeler go miles down the train tracks do what i wanted riding bikes in the middle of the night to friend's house because that's the only way we could get anywhere because we didn't live in a city like all this kind of shit that i deem very fun so when i think back on things like hey arnold and on things like doug i'm like that shit's boring because i was doing cooler shit than most of what that show had to offer me 
And and it, it, I think that has completely changed my perception of almost everything. So Avatar, for example, I have my issues with the plot that I think are valid, but in terms of the way the story is written, it's incredibly well written. Or written, great character development. Okay. It has plot threads that Oof. go from start to finish. It's a it's a very well written show. Okay. However, it's boring as fuck, and the hype moments rely on you just to think they're hype, despite the fact that they're actually kind of just like subpar to me. So. And, it, and and a term of scaling things, have you ever been aware that you're, or have you ever made a connection? It might not be aware because it might not be entirely truthful. Have you ever made a connection of your personal life relating to your enjoyment of something? Not like relating as in that kid's also 17, just like me. No, I Relating think as in how you perceive This it. is exactly the kind of thing I was referring to because... It's when, yes, the answer is yes, because I think, I think it's innate in just like how we think, which we talked about before that, like your personal experience kind of shapes the way you see things. So like how much of that goes into you making a judgment or, you know, uh, critique about something when, you know, it might be technically like a really good show, like Avatar is yeah. a great show. Yeah. Uh, I, I love Avatar just because I like the themes, I like the art style, I like the writing. Yeah. I thought it was all really, really well done. And while, I mean, I'm sure there are there are definitely parts where it's boring, but uh, I guess. But that seems to me like it, it doesn't... There's a lot of parts that are boring. Don't shake your hand like that. There's a lot of boring parts. You're, you're <sighs> telling me the way he beat uh, whatever the fuck... Uh, uh, luke skywalker's character's name is was because he just conveniently hit it the special part on his back on the exact pointy rock in the area and i'm just supposed to be like fucking yeah and also the way he got that injury was the most generic bullshit he got hit by azula with the lightning and he's just like i can't do anything now yeah fuck out of here it injured his spine in a way that they go through with the chakra Chakras. and the block yeah no go fuck yourself i'm dude yeah, we'll talk about avatar in another i'm sorry dude. charles is there's not boring parts he's wrong there is boring parts in everything but, it, but this as well yeah in everything i i have a personal attachment to that show that definitely, my biased opinion is is not as accurate as like an objective opinion or whatever. So, <laughs> uh, big time. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> but big well, time. and it's worth noting, and I'm I'm a bit of a bitch for this to an extreme. It was the best thing out at our age for our generation when we watched it. Like just. In terms right. of like objective quality, it was the best thing. So it was a very easy target for people ages 10 to 18 to be like, this is the greatest show and I will carry this to my death. Like it's very easy to be that show yeah. and that's not a bad thing. But, as but a, I think it stands, as I a, think. Oh, go ahead. As a kid, the thing that I disliked the most about it uh, at first, which I later got over, was that uh, we were really into anime as children, which yeah. was not very popular. Dragon um, Ball Z and Yu Yu Hakusho and Naruto. So we were we were delving deep into some pretty heavy adult type plot themes throughout a lot of those animes, um, especially animes like Yu Yu Hakusho or Rurouni Kenshin or some other shit. Well, Yu Yu Hakusho is a great one. There's a lot of like parental themes. There's a lot of murder, of course. <laughs> There's yeah, a lot right. of like criminal organizational underground bullshit. That's a pretty heavy show in in in, so, in a way. So when Avatar came out, which was uh, artistically like a westernized anime style of art. Uh, and everybody loved it and everybody was like oh this is the coolest shit 
but nobody had even like given anime a chance before that. I was uh, like, you were a little baby hipster. I was like, you bitches be coming around on anime now. <laughs> yeah. And we weren't even into like anime anime. We were into like Toonami, like the big names. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all anybody was into. At no, that you're, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. It's just, it's funny because I agree with you that at that age, you're just like, you don't know the deep yeah. cuts names to animes. Like, I, I was the same way. I get that. It's just funny. It's funny it's, as a, as a 30 I got year old to be it, like, really? Yeah. yeah. I think, I, I, I think no, it, me, it. No, you go. Yeah, it stands as right. uh, one okay. of the greats. Honestly, like it, it, it will be because it, it did make those accomplishments at the time that it did. So, like, Ooh. it always <laughs> is in the conversation. But I think that that does happen. What your your question was was you know does your personal experience and your relationship? Well, no, no, it something? was not does yours. It was have you ever made the like aware connection? Because obviously everything we've lived oh, yeah. influences everything in our life. But when, have you ever been like, this is why blank is blank? Not I mean, like... Yes. What, yeah. I, I always consider that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, so I think that I really enjoy media that's outside of my range of experience. And especially like with a show like Avatar. I love Avatar. I actually well, rewatched it in the past couple of years uh, with Ali. And we both really enjoyed it. Um, and I that's why I still think it holds up. Uh, but... I don't relate to anything that happened on that show. There's absolutely there's well, no, like that's, minimal that's, experiences. But that's that was a sorry that was a tangent on the thing Jeff and I were talking about. But that's why I was I hounded him hard for loving Doug. I was like that is the most boring like yeah. relatable show ever. The kid goes to school and his mom forgot to put mayo on his sandwich, and that's like a travesty. So he goes home and dreams about how Quail Man would have put extra mayo on his sandwich. I'm like, that's boring shit. That's not yeah. a real problem. Yeah, it's relatable, but it's also fucking nonsense. Yeah, like, I would rather the fan... Because fantasy is exactly what Charles is saying. It's not relatable. It's outside of that in a way that's just like, this is something I can never experience. So the story being told is kind of this like overwhelming sense of new. Which is why I personally don't like things like Game of Thrones, although I know you do that's different. But when 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 stuff is so fucking boring, my immediate reaction is like, I'm doing cooler stuff than the thing you're trying to sell me. That was yeah. my reaction. Yeah, I was more of an angry beavers guy as far You as were me an too. angry beavers guy. <laughs> and I'm awesome. still an angry beavers guy. I said guy. that I on the beavers. Lost Cast, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, because mine were all... Big time into the angry beavers. Mine were all, like, really silly things. Like, I had Danny Phantom on there, and obviously oh, SpongeBob's yeah. number Which one, because I think that's maybe the greatest yeah. cartoon ever made. Like, not yeah. personal. I think it might actually be the greatest it's... cartoon ever made. I think of SpongeBob quotes frequently throughout my yeah. everyday life. Every... Yeah, I think and a lot of people do. It's impact on Nickelodeon, it's cultural impact. I mean, kids today are still watching it brand new and falling in love with it. Meanwhile, parents who were in their 30s, 40s that went and watched the SpongeBob movie with their kids at the time when that came out 15 years ago, loved it. I don't know if you remember, there was like this whole thing on the radio. I, I remember very vividly, there was this whole thing on the radio about how, trust me, parents, take your kids to see SpongeBob. There's stuff in there for you too and you'll love it and blah, 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 bullshit. Like uh, uh, the jokes about uh, wanting to be a man and, you know, the, to sh asking the mermaid if she wants to see his underpants, stuff like that. You know, the random ass adult humor, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, that show is, I, this isn't about Spongebob. Sorry, this isn't about, Spongebob's incredible, but that's not but what I'm trying be. to say. Yeah, no, it should be. Uh, yeah. A side tangent's okay when we're talking about Spongebob. <laughs> Spongebob <laughs> is, oh, it's the opposite of community. We always talk about Spongebob.
Uh, yeah, I have I have a bold and brash sweatshirt, which is a very obscure SpongeBob. I, I believe that it belongs in the trash. So so I'll walk through like I'll wear it at work, it. and I've walked by, and somebody <laughs> will be like, one. "Is that bold and brash?" And I'm like, "That that's my person right there." That's <laughs> like. you gotta you gotta just say no. I think it belongs in the trash, and walk away, and they'll they'll be like, "That guy, he takes it a step further." <laughs> it's the it's it's like my uh how much am i gonna like this person barometer as i'm walking through and public and people are like oh, i is that bold and brash i'm like there right there that's and you them. know what else you know what takes a step farther with spongebob let's just stand you know what takes a step farther with spongebob every single major pop culture phenomenon whether it be long term or short term gets fucking tired i got sick of hearing yeah. people saying napoleon dynamite quotes a second later i got sick of hold the door <laughs> the day it happened like that kind of shit's real I will never get sick of, no, this is Patrick, or uh, it's not a boulder, it's a rock. Like, there's so many ones where you're just like, you can keep hearing it, and you're just like, yeah, just it's keep it coming, baby. Yeah, yeah. Another, yeah. Uh, yeah, another dollar, more like another nickel. Uh, and then he laughs his ass off. All sorts of just great yeah. ones. And, uh, it was good. I mean, how many times will people be out there singing the Krusty Krab Pizza song? Doja Cat went viral for making her own version of the Krusty Krab Pizza That's song. That's true, yeah. Like, come on, man. SpongeBob is goaded, and it will always yeah. be one of the greatest cartoons of all time. The only thing yeah. that maybe gets close to it is, like, Simpsons... Uh, that's, that's what exactly what I was. Those thinking. are the two. Simpsons that's one and like two. The other, maybe Family Guy or something. But well, I mean, Family Guy definitely has gotten more and more as time went on because they had a really bad yeah. period in the middle there. But it's gotten better. I actually love the new stuff. I'm uh, striking. I'm striking your old person thing off the list because you just used the phrase "goaded." You have to come <laughs> up with a new old person thing. Oh no! <laughs> Did that remove one every time? Time I say something. What if I misuse something? Like, uh, uh, I talk can, about how lit this up, conversation I is. <laughs> I I think that our that's, talking that's right now is on fleek, guys. Oh, wow. Are those misuses? I don't know. <laughs> you're so old. Yeah. Okay, are, I'm self-aware that I misused them. All right, right but I didn't dripping. misuse them per dripping se. I just used them egregiously. Yeah. But, wow. I mean... Oh, uh, I, I just uh, thought of another old person trade of me. I okay. love garbage cheap food i could have lived during world war ii i'm like the grandpa who puts a slice of bologna on just dry toast and goes what a lunch and walks away <laughs> eating. that's I, another old person trade me now i've yet to experience high class trash food like where people are um chopping up spam and putting it into ramen and stuff oh, but i really want to i really want to try it i really yeah. want to try it i have a whole spam cookbook Oh, that's it's, awesome. Yeah, I've seen it before. It's it looks... very cool, and a lot of the stuff, and I've made a few things, is very cool. I, I also say, have also Josh's, uh, Mythical Chef Josh's, Charles. I have his cookbook called mm -hmm. Culinary Brodown. 90% of them are taking a freezer thing and making it better. Like, you can take a frozen pizza, and then he says, put pancetta, buffalo, mozz, and spinach on top. after when uh, Take it out when it's done, put that on top, put it back in for a few more, and take it out, and it's a better pizza. He's right. It's awesome. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Cheese. I've always said the cheese makes the pizza. Uh, I'm a firm believer that the crust makes the pizza, which is contradictory to the fact that I love frozen pizza so much, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that frozen cracker is my favorite thing in the world. I love that crust, dude. Which is yeah. why I don't like New Haven style pizza that much, because the crust mm -hmm. is really thin and burnt. It's not even there. It's, it's yeah, not a part so, of the pizza. So I definitely don't like really thin and burnt crust. Uh, here we go being a food podcast again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I like pizza crust 
to be big dog gotta eat big dogs gotta eat <laughs> yeah uh, i like my pizza crust to be thick enough that the grease doesn't pool on top of the cheese that's I the love that. that's I, the correct love i'm that. a dirtbag who when you go to a pizza place and you take or, or not a pizza place sorry when you go to school lunch and you take the pizza and someone always takes the white bread and goes dab 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 and then i go give me that piece of bread <laughs> I, want, I want that bread can you give me bread you gonna yeah. eat your grease bread? <laughs> I love pizza grease, dude. I'll tell you know what I said today that was very controversial, but I'm standing with it. Mother food podcasting. We were talking about potato salad. I love potato salad. Big fan of potato. But anyways, we were talking about. Uh, I was talking about wanting a mandolin in the kitchen, shaving potatoes, and then I got into oh, a I tangent about wanting a potato salad. And he said, "Does that have to do with mandolin?" I said, "No." And I said, "But you know what? Scallop potatoes is just kind of hot potato salad." And he goes. What are you talking about? And I was like, yeah, cheese grease is basically mayo. It's like the same gross thing. Just go to town. And Ugh. it was, I don't know why I retold that story, but I'm standing by it. I don't yeah. know. I think you've got a point. I, at I Domino's, we used to take all the greasy cheese. You worked would... at a Domino's? He yeah, worked was, at Domino's. I worked at Domino's for a while. Wow. And like, me. you know, it's a conveyor belt and it's all wax yeah. paper underneath it. So all of like the burnt cheese that you would just like oh, crisp off you don't you know what just, you're like, doing to me guy we would throw it in a box and you would just like eat burnt cheese crisp oh, you about to make me act dude. up on this podcast <laughs> i, I like, love cheese skirts this dude. is They're so gross i know mm-hmm. how gross this is and we no. shouldn't be eating all no this, it's not gross it's, it's not delicious. gross at all dude that's if anything delicious. it's slightly healthier than just eating the cheese because a lot of the grease came out of it mm. a lot of the fat content they have that buttery garlic that buttery oh, garlic sauce that goes I'm on the outside you. of their crust. You're doing so it to me right now. I would just, oh man, I would just dip the, the cheese chips in yeah. the garlic. Oh yeah. man, it was. Yeah, no. We're gonna have a heart attack someday. I love cheese grease. So uh, Jake and I are gonna make it. He keeps talking about it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. You You're can... gonna make cheese grease. Yes, actually, yes. You can. There's this. There's this uh, restaurant that does it, and that, or maybe he said he just saw a guy on TikTok do it. That's not important anymore. The point is, we're doing it. You can cook down enough cheddar cheese, melt enough cheddar cheese to pull up the grease and fry a steak in it. That not. Don't do anything with the cheese. Go eat that. Put it on nachos. Whatever the fuck you want to do with cheese, get it out of there. The grease that stays in the pan, you can get it to the point where you have a thick enough layer that you can fry your steak in some. It can't. It grease. can't be as bad for you as bacon. And grease. then and then throw I, a, right? a slab bacon of butter on that steak. Pr- bacon grease it, is probably worse, right? It's probably worse. For and you I than cook almost so anything, much in bacon think. grease, so. Well, it's delicious. It's hard not to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you there. I Franny hates it. Whenever I cook bacon, I always put the grease in a ramekin and say, don't touch my grease. I'm using that. And I'll cook eggs in it or I'll like make baked potatoes. And instead of butter oil, I put the grease on. Whatever I do. Yeah. I do my do my oh. do-ness. Oh, uh, pan-fried bacon or oven-baked bacon? Dude. Both. I think I just yes. realized that yes. our bacon. Our, our food conversations are the old person things that we No! <laughs> the, inter- the chefs on the YouTube that show their abs, that's all yeah, hotness. The, the chefs YouTube. on the YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> stuff. that's what the kids are into, yeah. the cooking. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I got it. If you want to hear an old person rant, don't get me started on how much I love my cast iron. I'll go. <laughs> I love my cast iron, all right? But yeah, he's, well, a, he's a big cast iron guy. I'm a big cast iron guy. I mean, I'm a small cast iron guy, but I'm a big cast iron enthusiast. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, those are the things we're into. These no, days. you're like a medium. You're like a small to medium sized cast. I'm average sized cast. Yeah, you're not small. You're not no, big. No, I, you're yeah, definitely not I'm big. five seven and three quarters, and don't you forget it. All right, I'm I'm average sized. <laughs> yeah, but you're not big. You're not a oh, big. No, cast not a big guy. No, no. What'd you say? Uh, Are you talking about leaner? <laughs> if you go to point, it's close, but still too big. Anyways, um. That was that. Does anyone that got, have that got pretty derailed? Does the only thing, have uh, anything to say back to uh, so the, the topic back, of rank. Back to the topic that we were on. Uh, yeah. I think an example of how this, uh, what you were describing, uh, and when I realized because I just watched the latest Halo show that came out on Paramount Plus, and uh, I, w- I mean, I was way into Halo, like. Back in the day, we would sit outside of Game Crazy waiting for the uh, release at we, the Blockbuster we, me, uh, and everything. The, the three of us plus Kevin Lanson. Wasn't that the right. three of us? Am I missing for, someone? For ha- yeah. Yeah. It was no, it Charles right. or Matt. No, it was Charles. Matt might have been there, too. Yeah, Halo 3, midnight launch. You want to know the one thing I remember about that night? The main thing I remember about that night? Leaving Hollywood video or uh, mm-hmm. Game Crazy. Um immediately living at that red light his car was too light to trigger the sensor and we sat in it for like 10 minutes before kevin lazen was just like all right fuck it i'm going and he went through the red light we were all like oh well we had gone to the halo 2 release at that same place so like well, that was the only game store unless you want to go up to the mall to GameStop. i'm just saying like as far as how long ago like i i would play the first halo i didn't come out for. oh right this isn't about that night it's about halo my bad i apologize right right yeah uh and then they came out with all those books for the backstory and everything and like that seems to be what the show is about and uh i was i was immediately sucked into it i thought it was so cool like the first few episodes i was just like so nostalgic and by like the fifth or sixth episode i was like Oh wait, wait! This this show might be terrible. Yeah, it's but, pretty bad. But I've never but seen I it. Love it, and uh, and I was the week by I week, the play thing. by play was this episode's awful. No, this episode's awful. This this episode's awesome. Oh, it's shit again. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's kind of shit again. Oh, it's great. Ah, it didn't end that well. Yeah, that that's, that's my understanding of the show, which I think actually leads up to being a a show. Yeah, I think yeah, the. <laughs> My favorite thing was Cortana. Like, Cortana is my dream girl. Like, I don't know. There's just something about it. And, like, the Halo Infinite game that came out recently and the story, the nostalgia was hitting hard. And I definitely like that show more because of my experience with the game when I was younger and all that stuff than... You're aware of a bias. I'm aware of it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I've I've recently been watching the show on Amazon Prime. I was just looking for something to watch on my own because most of the good shows that are out, I'm watching with Allie, but we're watching so many of them that I can't watch them by myself, so I have to You're like, a binger. find things. You've yeah. always been a binger, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm watching The Boys right now on Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime Video. I'm surprised Allie doesn't want to watch that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, she doesn't seem that interested in it. So yeah. I watched the first season a while ago, just picked up on the second season. I find myself being aware that the good moments of the show are really good and that there are moments of the show that are really just close-ups of people's faces while they're having a conversation, but they're also in superhero costumes. If they weren't in superhero costumes, I would probably find this show absolutely terribly boring. But 
if while they're in their superhero costumes i'm like what's right, this I'm gonna in. lead to is he about to fly is he about to run really fast <laughs> i bet someone's gonna go invisible and it's gonna be great yeah and i don't know it keeps me interested it's themed in a way that i know i'm biased to like and i'm yeah. enjoying it i mean i'll count it i'll count it i was just well because i also have uh i also have a huge um nostalgia issue like i tried to go back and watch this is gonna there's only one show that stood the test of time for me really i tried to go back and watch static shock and i was like yeah yeah and I hate that because Static Shock was the shit when we were kids. Yeah. And then I tried to go back and watch, and this one's going to sound like blasphemy, Batman the Animated Series, and I was like, nope. This is I wonder also how I'd feel Batman. I wonder how I I'd feel Batman. about Batman Beyond because I feel like that that's show supposed to have held up well. I'm going to give it a shot one day. It's supposedly held up well. The, the, the only show... part that I don't like is that uh, in the animation, his mask, his mouth just opens and closes, and <laughs> yeah. it doesn't. Like it's uh, just what the fuck. It's like yeah. his mask is a face, and it's, yeah. it's, it's a like mask. Oh, it's not. A yeah, face. it's weird. Uh, the one show, like in the realm of watched when I was a kid, mostly superhero stuff, uh, that held up well is Teen Titans. Is actually held up very. Oh, well. big time! Yeah. I actually tried I to watch that, that recently too. Uh, also found that it held up, and also I found that there was like two seasons of it that I hadn't seen when I was a kid that like came out in later yeah. uh, times, yeah. and I. Uh, jumped right in and started watching one of those. I didn't finish it, but the episodes I was watching, I was like, wow, this is great, and yeah. I really need to finish watching this. And then somehow I dropped it, and I never finished it. All right. Uh, all right, so we're going to head into our break. Did you guys like, did you hear the music that I put in the break last one? I was so proud I, of it. I did. It was good, yeah. I haven't gotten it's way better than those the only one of ours that I had to listen to. You son of a bitch. Well, here's more of that music. Yeah, I wish I had clicked uh, record again right before you said, "Yeah, we in it." I'm sad yeah, I missed that. <laughs> don't don't we say it again. It won't be the same. It won't be the same uh, style. I just really appreciate. It. But oh oh, I'm gonna give an update really quick. Oh wait, I did today on my solo cast kind of. Um, uh, day two of the juice cleanse is going fucking awesome, and I really like it. End of story. Also, oh no no, this is related because it's a it's a it's a, you, a, a P.S. on the one time I talked about wanting to do this. I don't you seem you seem you seem sprightly. Yeah, I I don't feel hungry at all. Like I I told Charles this on the phone earlier um, when I was talking about masticating with chicken as I often do. Um, I I don't feel hungry in the sense of hunger pains. My stomach is not affected by this at all. I have not once thought like, oh, you know when you when you're when you're out and about walking and you're like it's time to get food and your stomach yeah. does. This, not once. I took Piper for a walk. I did all my chores today. I spent some time out in the sun. I had a beautiful day. Um, work was kind of shit, but I had a beautiful day. And I and I feel great. This is day two. I haven't eaten anything in over 40... In, well, no, over 48 hours now because, you know, the night sleep, all that bullshit. Right. Um, I do, however, really want to actually eat something like the sensation of like like <laughs> grab a burger that, and bite it the that i that want that. oral fixation you oh know? boy i've been fixating orally for you for a while now like <laughs> but i'm i'm actually insanely not impressed but like shocked by the fact that the actual hunger just doesn't exist right now it hasn't that's interesting 
these either yeah. the juices or so i went and looked through all my juices right like do they have because a lot of these juice cleanses will supplement with things like you know whey protein and they'll supplement with like excuse me fiber filler and stuff like that no these are all cold pressed juices absolutely zero physical particulates in them there is nothing in here that a lot of them have carbs because obviously juice is mostly sugar from fruits and that's it um, that's all i'm riding on baby like i said you you seem sprightly I can and, and how long does this last three how days long? three days. so tomorrow okay. and it's not like you know tomorrow night when i finish my last drink i'm gonna go grab a foot long like the it, i sunday morning will be the first time i eat something well probably not morning i'm not a breakfast guy sunday for lunch will probably be the first time I eat what something. do you have something planned no not at all oh, i'll probably oh. like reach into my pantry and grab a actually i'll probably eat an apple first because i'm obsessed you know what i know one of my yeah. old person traits i'm obsessed with hand fruits Pe- peaches plums apples oranges anything i can hold and munch on oh love them yeah, I, a good apple though. You, I can't if I eat a mushy apple, the whole thing's ruined. I'll like, power through it. I don't care. I'm it's a, an apple. I won't. I can't. I'm I'm into a thing uh, that I've been doing actually now for a week and a half, where every single day I take a full lemon. I've been squeezing it into a cup and then filling it with warm water, uh, and I like scrape all the pulp into it and stuff. You're so I've been just making like lemon tea. Uh, I'm drinking. It's like lemonade. It's like really pulpy, really strong lemonade with no sugar. Uh, so it's supposed to like uh, kind of flush out your system, but also make you more energetic and promote better yeah. digestion, uh, which what I'm saying right now is probably an old person thing. Uh, but, so, <laughs> I hear so you I've can been... throw some cayenne pepper in that in that mixture. A lot of I've heard I've heard that too, uh, and I've been doing this for about a week. <laughs> the lemon Feel... juice maple syrup cayenne pepper drink is one of the biggest fucking scams. It's the dumbest <laughs> goddamn bullshit, dude. I don't even wanna. I don't even. I get so mad at you right now, dude. Just Continue. just the just the lemon water that I've been drinking feel great it's actually yeah. kind of made me sleep a little bit better well, and feel you know a what bit i'm better. really excited about in a really messed up way we, because we've we've been on a health kick for you know june it's only been a week and a half two weeks or whatever um but we're doing a health thing we're eating only meats vegetables and fruits we haven't done i have not had a, 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 a how did the old people say i haven't had a lick of junk food um in the whole time it's been wonderful lots of veggies and fruits which has been awesome and then i bought a bunch of meat um insanely healthy i'm talking like i don't even put butter when i'm frying my steaks anymore it's just like i, I i'm trying Ooh, to just i'm trying to go as like raw not raw as in not cooked but raw as in like the thing i'm eating is an right. ingredient is what i'm trying to do right the whole foods um, that's whole foods there we go yeah whole foods yeah and it's been awesome and i feel i feel awesome and i'm very excited about it um but the one thing is i've also removed all alcohol and that's my huge. tolerance is gonna be i'm gonna drink one mike's hard in yeah. july and be like this is what always happens to me these days now that uh, not, like i do drink it's like oh well, my have... tolerance was really high for a little while there i got real i got bad i was drinking way too much um so one thing to mention is that it you're almost doing the paleo diet that's borderline yeah, what the paleo it's, it's diet is. It's very, very similar to paleo. Um, they don't they remove all oils and everything, and I don't do that. I'll still like if I need to use olive or vegetable oil, like whatever, I need to use it for what I'm doing. I'm not limiting I'm not gonna eat dry ass food, but I'm I'm going as minimal with that as I can, which is why having the right. doing it in the summer is awesome. Cause you don't need any of that shit on the grill. Charcoal, take the piece yeah. of meat with whatever salt, pepper, whatever, slap it down, pull it off, and eat it. 
Yeah, great. that's why I. That's actually part of the reason I think that like uh, Mexican foods or like Mexican restaurants is some of my favorite types of food because, for the most part. I mean, a lot of the dishes are just whole ingredients chopped up yeah. and thrown into yeah. a concoction. It's like the exact opposite of, like, European food or Italian food. Where <laughs> yeah. It's like, how much shit can we blend together and make, like, yeah. a sauce of something in then Or even when I was in Greece, like, the, the street Euro carts were oh, everywhere. Oh, I bet they were awesome, though. And it's like, yeah, I it's bet like they were so good. 250 for a street euro, and it's like, it's got French fries crammed on top of it. With oh, all stop. You don't know what you're doing to me, like, guy. This meat that has just been spinning all day, and it's just like, oh, this How is not going to come out How did you not eat an well. endless amount of them, though? I did. I, I, I yeah. ate a euro every day I was in Greece. I just I got know. some uh, really good carne asada street tacos for dinner tonight, and uh, I've actually not really eaten a ton of street tacos, and they have those, you know, the specific type of street taco tortilla that they come it's in, the corn, little It's called a corn, I think. Yeah, I, I know what we talked about. I know about. what you're talking about, though, and they double it. Was yours doubled? Uh, street tacos it, almost always come two tacos in yeah. folded up. No, no, well, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't doubled, and it was a San Diego style, I think. Um, Don't know what that is. Neither do I, but it was really, yeah. really, really yeah. good. It, it was filling but in a way that wasn't like disgusting and greasy and it was all like very crisp and fresh yeah. and it it was like one of those when you eat it afterwards you feel good and you feel full but you don't feel disgusting you know what's really weird um is how healthy the people are and how long living they are but how absolutely terrible east asian food is for you by on like a technical <laughs> standpoint like those people are insanely healthy they live forever they look great like they're they're yeah. it's incredible but their food is like three pounds of salt two bags of cane sugar and a little <laughs> bit of soy sauce and rub it on chicken and you're like what and they eat an insane amount of white rice like they don't eat long grain rice they eat like the most because it's the most bountiful it's very cheap they get and they eat it and you're told like only eat a half a cup they're like rah, 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 and they're they look incredible it's like here what? here we go being a food podcast yeah, I, yeah. I, the actually, same thing. I actually had one quick question you can answer it very simply but it's something i ask everybody all the time and i will talk about this more on the podcast in years to come what is your favorite ethnic food i put ethnic in quotes because you can even say americans your favorite type of food but what's your favorite type of food I, uh I think I as a whole there. everything that's in it if it's mexican food for you then dope double down uh thai food and coming in a close second cajun food Maybe Cajun food Cajun honestly food? might be first. Yeah, Cajun I love Cajun food. Cajun is food. like one thing. It's a it's a crawdad boil. That's the whole nah. thing. Nah, there's and other gator Cajun bites. Foods. Deep yeah. fried gator bites. Two things. Uh, just it's just something about Creole seasoning and Cajun seasoning. No matter what it's on, you I do love, love Creole yeah. seasoning. I love I, I... I love jambalaya. I love uh, <laughs> I love <laughs> any I love anything in ham. Jambalaya castle, gravy, is grits. just a crawdad boil with rice. That's I mean it's the same exact <laughs> thing but with rice. I know we you can do went, that for any ethnic city, but for we that just in specific. went to Maxi's and they have all yes, that Creole it, food. Oh, and, it's yep, probably and so I, good. And I'm like I'm so like good. looking at the menu and I'm not big on seafood. I, I do like to eat it from time to time, but. I'm like looking at the menu and I'm like, I think I'm gonna order this this blue cheese bacon <laughs> cheeseburger. Like, eh. like I I, I don't want to uh... be that guy getting chicken tenders at an Italian <laughs> restaurant. But I think I might do it. So, uh, yeah, we had actually this is kind of a good follow up on our previous podcast. Uh, so Lucas did come with us out to go get oysters, and Allie and I ate uh, specific. We ate eight oysters. 
Um, and eight, eight, we eight. eight. We ate the number eight oysters. Of oysters, got it. Yep, and uh, you're totally right. It's definitely a condiment, um, a com- a condiment transporter. Uh, it doesn't invalidate it. the experience. It had, yeah, it doesn't take it, it was, away. It was a good experience. It was very fun. It was a very like, light food. You know, you're eating these oysters. It does have a taste to it. Definitely the, uh, the saltiness of the gobbling down um, the like brine. oyster brine. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it was fun. It was funny I hate too. Gobbling. Like, I mean, it's uh, a good term for it, but I just hate it. Yeah, That's and I, I don't like oysters, but I've been in, in, out enough to see like there's kind of an etiquette of like how you eat the oysters. Like you shoot, you you like shoot the oysters. Like you, yeah. get your condiments on there. And Charles was like, you even take sometimes the little fork to break it off the shell. And not not to pit. Yeah, that's what I was. That's usually what you use the fork for. And I was. I was picking on Charles. I kind of scooped is, one up. He was like, with. he was like scooping it up with the fork and like ate it with the fork. And I was just like, no, nah, dude, you just, wow. you got to shoot it. And he's like, yeah, it's, it can be messy though. And it's he's like, the guy who took a but, but chopsticks he was totally at a right. sushi restaurant and just stabs the sushi and holds it up. <laughs> yeah. Now and I, it. I will definitely protest that because I eat with chop. <laughs> I eat any Asian food with chopsticks and I am much better at using chopsticks than almost anybody I know. Than yeah. using a fork in oysters. But I mean I would hope that you're not too experienced in my opinion with oysters enough to know all the etiquette because that's sure. disgusting. I've only that's eaten disgusting. them my I've opinion, only eaten them a couple opinion. of times and, and you were totally right though like when you instructed me on proper oyster etiquette as one who doesn't eat oysters does. Uh, <laughs> it, it greatly enhanced my yeah. oystering experience. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then I got like a like a gumbo soup right afterwards. That was pretty, that good. Was pretty good. That was good. I'll say that was good. Yeah. It was but really I think good. The, I think like the Mexicans... Nice I'm staying food podcast. The Mexican right. style, uh, the way that like... Like you've mentioned before with like a burrito bowl and everything like that. But no like, sense, but I get it. The, just the fact that like you get the same ingredients, which are whole foods, I think is what's important. My so number one is I like it the most. Very anticlimactic. It's it's Mexican food. I know it's a little biased, but like, the, it's what it's it's two main things. One, refried beans are god. That's just a fact. I, just, <laughs> I, I will I will open a can of cold refried beans and just fork that stuff into oh, my I've mouth. I've seen them do it. I I love refried beans, but two, tortillas. Tortillas yeah. are the best. Uh, carb accoutrement to food, in my opinion. They're better than pasta, than rice, than naan, than French bread, yeah. than whatever. Tortillas, to me, and I'll be all, I will eat them just all day long. I yeah. Sometimes Franny used to make fun of me. I would take, you know tostadas, the crispy corn yeah. tortillas? Yep. You can, now yeah, you can I love those. just buy them in a stack. I take one of them, and I slather butter on it like it's toast and a little bit of salt, and I eat it. And I thought that was the greatest snack in the world, and I'll still do it. I love it. Uh, do you have a backup ethnic food? Uh, American Chinese food is an easy answer just because Chinese buffets are dope. Um, but I would honestly probably go American food. I'm I'm a slut for hamburgers, hot dogs, meatloafs, yeah. like stuff like that. I, I just absolutely like you know apple pie is as American as pie, that kind of bullshit. Um, Texas barbecue barbecue food is American food, so barbecue is yeah. a big thing of what I really love. So yeah, my backup's probably American. Barbecue is probably my favorite of the American food cuisine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if I'm going to like start breaking them down to like, you know, diner foods and barbecue foods and like so foods like Cajun Tex-Mex, food is American no. food. Yeah, Cajun foods American food, so that's in in that. So yeah, but barbecue yeah. is my favorite of that if I was to pick out of American, yeah. 
I'd say Mediterranean food for me, like uh, oh, Mediterranean, Mediterranean food is, food is it is it's, it's so, so good. good. <sighs> There's just so many good flavor profiles. I love like a uh, yeah. I love any kind of cheese that goes into Mediterranean food. Phenomenal. Yeah. You got your you got Meta your cheese is, is your one tomatoes. Of my yeah. Everything's just the way that the feta. flavors go together. Mm-hmm. Tzatziki sauce is one of the greatest sauces it's ever one made, of the be- and it's so oh, yeah. easy to make. Big time. It's it's just like it's just like yogurt, cucumbers, and dill, right? Isn't that like yep. the yep. three main things? Yep. And then That's like, like all it is: salt and pepper, whatever. Yep. Um. Oh, now I want Mediterranean food. Also, oh, it's also so shawarma. Uh, Come on. Now, now I haven't had shawarma, and we've been oh. talking about shawarma at work. Actually, I asked my uh one shawarma of my bosses. I was like dude, you ever had shawarma before? And he was like, no, what is it? And I was like, you don't know what it is, says the it's guy me. who's never eaten it. But I it's was me. like, <laughs> it's like a standing rotisserie where they that cook it on something. That is one version of, of shawarma. You can yeah. have shawarma that's grilled that's or That's also how euros work in, uh, in yeah. Greece. There's always a, a rotisserie of meat For their they shave off And of it's, it. almost that's awesome. it's almost always that's lamb. It's almost always lamb, right? Yeah, it is lamb. Yeah, no, shawarma is insane. You should definitely get When you come out here, we'll go find a, 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 a Middle Eastern Mediterranean slash whatever restaurant. We'll or maybe shawarma. we could go in New York City. We can oh, definitely go when we go to Comic-Con. 100% we can go when we're in New York City. No question that's, about that's it. That's a better Oh, uh, oh my gosh. Guys when, need... we were in, when we were in New York City, I eat so much Korean food. And there was this Korean Fuck restaurant the Korean that we went food. to. We went to an, Uzbekis, an Uzbek restaurant that we was did. insanely good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I got this uh, steamed dumpling that would like fit into the palm of your hand. It's yeah. like, it was huge and it was filled with the most perfectly cooked steak and it had these onions and like it was steamed oh, to perfection man. and like the fluids in it were like perfectly circulated throughout the thing. You bite into it and it was just like this symphony of flavor and I had never <laughs> even, I had never even known that Uzbeki cuisine was really a thing. I didn't know it was and, a thing. I mean, and obviously it's a to, thing, but I wouldn't have thought of it. I've tried to find it elsewhere. Like, I've Googled Uzbeki cuisine near me. Closest one? New York City. That's the <laughs> That's only Uzbeki restaurant in New York City as well. Jake looked it up. I mean, yeah. there may be, like, a no-name off of the internet, but that's the only Uzbeki r- restaurant in New York City. I, I actually was so smitten with those uh, with those steamed dumplings that I looked up a recipe to try and make it on my own. I haven't actually done it, but I have a printed recipe that I yeah. have here in my house because I really wanted to make them. I got a lamb kebab that was in... Oh, and I got chibareki. Chibareki. I don't know how to say it. Is that like... that drink that you were doing? No, that was... um. Uh... Oh shit, Kavas! I got a glass oh, of Kavas. Yeah, you're gonna have to start saving a lot more money for yeah. Comic Con. It so we spent we spent so so Patrick, my friend that goes with me, the whole the guy who started Comic Con for me in general and made this all, um, he's insanely cheap when it comes to being down there for food. He basically just wants to go to like Shake Shack and Taco Bell and just not buy food. And we yeah. were the ones convincing him to go to restaurants. So when you're out with Jake and Charles you'll probably be able to do more food than otherwise. But really, it's only, like, one big meal a night. It's, like, a $50 meal a night, so you only need, yeah. like, you know, 200 bucks in total for food. Jake Jake and I were going out to second dinners. Like, we went to a restaurant, and we were, like, uh, back in our ho- uh, Airbnb. It wasn't really a hotel I need room. you guys and- to contact him and get one because shit's booking up so fast. And I need you close because Patrick got us our hotel this year, and it's right, like, 10 blocks away just like it's Dang. as close as you guys were i need you guys that close again so i can come out at night and be part of this i'll uh, i'll partner up with jake this weekend and uh if i have to put down like a down payment yeah. this weekend i'll just do it but um, we'll, we'll outside of comic-con out. outside of comic-con logistics <laughs> yeah so we were in our airbnb and we had like gotten back from dinner maybe we were back in there for like 45 minutes and jake was like 
I could go out again. I'm, I'm going to go out for more Korean food. Uh, you guys don't have to come with me. And I'm like, dude, I'm so there. Uh, <laughs> so we are looking for a literal hole in the wall Korean restaurant. And we found this place that we couldn't. It was all uh, Korean symbology. We couldn't actually read what any of the signs said. But like one uh, piece of signage was in English. And it said, best Korean food you'll ever have. And we were like, let's do it. So we how could they there. lie? We went up there and it was one of the best restaurant experiences I've had in my life. Uh, we like yeah. saw we saw a group of um, Korean folks over at a table next to us from which we took our uh, cues and etiquette because they were uh, they were drinking, but they would like wait. And the youngest guy uh, would drink last while the most elderly of them would drink first and then they would, you know, go around in a circle. Um, so I was like Googling rapidly Googling Korean <laughs> eating etiquette. Uh, and we got so much good food there. It was so phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Eating, I think so the dining cool. experience in New York City is unrivaled anywhere. It's yeah, I was insane. just going to say, it's it's got to be, it's crazy because even I lived in It was in my Cal favorite part. I lived in California too, where like just the culture, like it's the United yeah. States, but like the culture from different states, especially different coasts, is pretty, pretty vast, vastly different. So there are other cultures that, aren't from the united states that make their way into both places you know and yeah and oh, you yeah. still find those like little holes in the wall from people that have come over here and like that's really what america's all about Ooh, i'm know? so like, excited but i like, kind of uh, wish we hadn't bought four day badges now so we could just spend like all of friday just walking around the city eating i mean when we went to a uh, pax east there were moments of time where uh the other folks that had, had four day badges were like yeah i'm kind of yeah you know i'm kind of pax east yeah. out for today I'm probably going to just do some other stuff around the yeah. city. I'm we'll sure we'll that, have those yeah. moments. Yeah. Pat Patrick won't leave the con. He'll stay in the con the whole time. He, he won't leave me, though, so I'll bully him out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always oh. like, Patrick, I'm going to go do this. Go enjoy yourself. He's like, no, I don't want to separate. I'm like, all right, come on then, because I'm going and doing something stupid. This will be yeah. my first convention ever. Oh, it's such a treat, dude. New York City Comic Con is my whole life. Yeah. This will be so my dope. third now, but my first one was Comic Con last year. And I, I always uh, make the joke that I hope I get it roped into some sort of uh weird cosplay nerd orgy or all something, i want but... all i want there's probably, like, there's probably see, one out there i want to see a crew of people obviously comic-con goers and just go to a bar with them and just go on like a drunken debauchery night with strangers that's yeah. my dream it hasn't happened yet mostly because patrick's very scared of people but i want i like that's nothing i want more in this world uh oh. Lucas and I are probably going to cosplay this year, I think. Um, as yeah, I'll bring maybe, my Spider-Man costume. I'm, I'm going to do a critical role character. Um, yeah, yeah the, I want to do something easy food that experience, I don't need, like, pay, face paint for. But... The food experience there was different than anything I've ever experienced, and I was in love with it. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, um, and that's what they're known for. There's over a thousand restaurants just in Manhattan. Like, that's that's the point. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. Also, you know what I really want to do? Okay, Charles said something incredibly uh, uh, culturally insensitive and sort of racist that we were going to get the Jewiest breakfast we could last year. And we did, to his credit. But this year, I want to get the Jewiest deli sandwich I can find. I want to get the largest pastrami on rye that I can possibly <laughs> conceive. That's my <laughs> life goal for Comic Con this year. Doesn't doesn't co doesn't condemn the culturally insensitive and racist thing I said, but builds, <laughs> but instead capitalizes on it and builds I mean, it and right. takes it to the next level. It's I'm, I'm over here in the corner, like, isn't it wonderful how in America different cultures can share their different? I want the Jewish sandwich I can find. <laughs> 
Yo, but that Jewiest well, breakfast lived up to the hype. We he went got in bagel there. bagel on locks on a J bagel, which is a Jewish Kosher bagel that was like this. It was like, it was bigger than my head. No joke. It was like this big. Wow. And I had to convince him. He was like, that's way too big. I was like, we're in New York City. Like, we're here. Get it. And he got it and he shared it with me. And it was insane. It was. It was really insane. And we were also like, it was our group of like four people, uh, five people. And th and there was a maybe like one other person or two other people there that weren't wearing yarmulkes, and then all the rest of them were like very very Jewish people, except the main guy working who was like a fifty year old Mexican man. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the back was like super super Jewish, uh, stereotypically looking, and then just this really short dark tan Mexican man. How can I help you? And he's just like getting your shit going. You're like, oh okay. Moving through. Yeah, really That's interesting funny. cultural dichotomy but, going on in that yeah. place. But yeah, large pastrami and mustard on rye. That's what I want. Dude, nice. I'm so down to kick oh. down on a sandwich like that. Yeah. I would love to do that. If they I have corned my, beef, I'll get that instead. I don't think my goals for I what I want to do at Comic-Con are Prefer related pastrami. to the restaurants that we go to, but oh, I'm so definitely looking forward to that aspect. The convention too. itself <laughs> is so large and bombastic. You're going to experience everything. You're also going to miss a lot. Don't worry about that. Plan your New York City. Let the con <laughs> happen. Just let the con happen. Because the con will happen all around you while you're there. Yeah. Like you'll see, You'll see a lot. <gasps> You know what they do? Most you know what they do every year? They did it last year. We just didn't do them. And they and it's 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 a cheating version of what I was talking about. But there's panels going all day long, uh, like everything. You know, there's a ton of panels going. There is not at con panels, which is not real panels, not held by like anyone of, of stature. But it's mostly just con meetups, and we can go to one of them. Go to a bar, and usually the meetup has a theme. Someone will have a mic, and they'll talk about like dragon ball z and how it's affected your life and then there's a bunch of dragon ball z weebs there and there's one guy talking about it and then they're like anyone want to speak blah, blah blah we should go to one of them yeah there was a there was one in pax east that uh we were leaving that night so we couldn't go to it but it was um it was like at 9 p.m it was a group of critical role community members and i was like oh, oh my god i can't that wait been awesome it would have been awesome i was like I, I really wish i could just like meet up with all these people uh and i was like ah shit i can't I don't know. You you said you said people talking about like uh, how Dragon Ball Z affected your life, and I just I pictured like Krillin doing some like beatneck slam poetry kind of deal. <laughs> just <laughs> just standing up there, <laughs> and that's when he killed me. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, oh, the emotion, the delivery, yeah. destructo disc, yeah, destructo disc. <laughs> well, now you're jazz scatting. That's not that's not open. That's not free word poetry. You're jazz. There was kid. there was a, there was a portion thing. of jazz. Actually, a lot of uh, yeah, beatniks. Beatniks. It's exactly a beatnik. Thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, Charles. Uh, we're pretty late in. Hit us with your icebreaker number tray. All right. Uh, so here's our closing icebreaker. I'm gonna call this one an ice sealer. Uh, oh. If you. I'm calling it a nice ceiling. Wow. Uh, if you could go back in time and make one tweak to your childhood so that you picked up a skill, a hey, practice skill, oh. and then practiced it all the way to adulthood, what skill would you choose? So uh, a lot of the time you'll see yeah. somebody and you'll like, I don't know, go into a big lobby or a fancy ornate hall and some dude's playing piano. Like yeah. there's a piano somebody can just sit at and play. Yeah. And and they're playing that piano, and you're like, damn, I wish I had picked something like that up. Or there's people who are trilingual, and you're like, damn, I wish I had picked something like that up. Uh, those are those are the kind of skills I'm talking about. Something that you could carry into adulthood that's hard to learn as an adult, 
easy to learn as a child. Mine's super easy. I wish I had learned Spanish. Same. Speak, That's speak mine too. To my, speak to my yep. family. I was going to say a foreign language, but yeah. I, I hear that musical instruments... Uh, you use the same part of your brain to learn that. That's uh, that's, that's my uh, that's my second one. Uh, I'd love to learn how to that's stick so up. Basic. Uh, Is stick there up... anything else to choose from, really? I uh, mean, yeah, like... I have a different answer. I wish I had learned with my brothers how to ride motorcycles. Oh yeah, that is. Yeah. Um, all three of my general. brothers were huge into dirt bikes. I would ride the four wheeler because that doesn't take skill. Mm. And uh, as we got older, I bought my own motorcycle. I actually got kind of comfortable on it in New York, and then when I moved here, I eventually bought another one, and I'm not comfortable anymore. I don't. That's why I don't ride it. Yeah. I wish when I was eight years old, because I was eight, I got on my XR80 my dad bought, and I drove it into a tree, and I never touched a dirt bike again until I was like 15. That's exactly um, what I did. Yeah. So I wish in that moment I had instead hunkered down and had something to not only bond with my family over, but also something that I do want to like but don't feel comfortable with in my adulthood motorcycle so uh so you kind of said lucas is there anything else now i i uh thought about this quite a bit throughout the day and there are several other things so uh kevin has a friend phil who comes over to his house all the oh, time Phil's and awesome helps him a him. shit ton with different things around the house uh he practical practical mechanical knowledges uh yeah. which equate to plumbing uh dealing with whatever your car trouble is dealing with whatever mechanical problems you have yeah. with your appliances in your house basically being that, comfortable with tools mechanic yep. was on my list because i definitely would like to be able to fix my own car a lot of the times and then like we tried to replace the the struts on my old car yeah. and got halfway into taking the car apart and was just like well first of all we don't have all the tools we need and that's the biggest issue for sure yeah like i'm not knowledgeable enough to make this go quickly so like what could have been like a two to four hour repair like we were halfway through it like three and a half hours and we're like wait i don't think we can do this uh, <laughs> it's like so so not to mention that's a profitable one um so also aside from that some of the ones that people kind of overlook uh that we know and maybe take for granted um cooking Cooking is a practice skill that you that learn throughout childhood. Me, I'm a, I, I cook like a motherfucker. I'm good at well, it. Well, so I'm saying we know how to cook. A lot of us know how to cook or whatever. A lot of people don't know how to cook. No, some you're, people, right. you're right. Some I have people a couple friends that don't. Yeah, some people won't uh, touch a stove because they don't know anything about how to cook, how to spice, how to mix, how to whatever whatever you're doing in cooking. That's interesting. What um, we're saying actually... is is public education failed us and home ec should have never been removed <laughs> is what we're saying. Because uh, all of what we've said, except for maybe motorcycle, is so, something we should have been learning in school. Yeah. So here, so here's an overlookable one. Uh, we're all dudes that are pretty into video games, and we've talked a little yeah. bit about how video games have their own quote-unquote language. So we can pick up a controller, and uh, whenever whatever kind of game we're playing, we can be like inferring different things about yeah. how to learn. A how to is play. jump in a platformer. Yeah. Right. Now, right trigger is shoot in an FPS stuff like that. Right, so Allie's just now starting to get into... She just got her own new gaming PC that she won in a raffle, and she's learning how to play games. She doesn't have inferred gaming language because she didn't grow up playing, like, 3D games Crash the same Bandicoot way. And there more. were a lot of 2D platformers or whatever, and she's comfortable with that style of game, but in terms of, like, the inferred language of gaming, that's one she didn't pick up growing up. So there's a, there's a lot of things that most people default to thinking yeah. language, instruments, but there's a lot of things that you pick up throughout your childhood. There's also a really catch, recognize. though, is that I don't want to pick something that would dramatically alter my life. 
Right, like a I profession don't wanna, that, yeah, like, I, don't, I would go so far as like to argue that any of these would dramatically They could, no, exactly. well, so butterfly effect, they definitely could, but, like, learning how to ride motorcycle dramatically better, my brothers and my dad supplied that stuff at all times, so in terms of, like, personal cost growing up, it would have always, it was always available, I just didn't do it. It was always yeah. there, it didn't change anything. And you then, mean something accessible. Yeah, it was always accessible, and then post, you know, I like I said, I bought my own motorcycle, I was ready for that, so that was also something I would have done, but if I ha- had, for example gotten really into sports and been like said i yeah. wanted to perfect soccer i wouldn't have spent all my time after school flirting with girls and i wouldn't have maybe started dating franny and i maybe would have maybe i would have went to college because i would have been really interested in the sport collegially right. as opposed to obviously i wasn't so i i don't want to pick i don't want to pick mechanic because then what if i make that a career i'm actually very happy with how my work history worked out even though it was shitty at one point i don't want that to be a career so even though you pick it up as a skill sometimes you especially us all three of us can relate to i need a job sort of situation (laughs) so i don't want to default to like i know how to do mechanics so boom i go do that you know what i mean so i'm trying to pick something that's like i get to still be me i I think there's a lot ironically a lot of these uh, things that you can still learn as an adult uh yeah i'm just gonna cut you off because i don't know how my timing works anyway but uh I was actually just talking about this in therapy today about how like I I have done a lot of construction, hard labor, stuff like that, landscaping and mm-hmm. building a simple garden bed at work with a small, you know, three stacked high retaining wall, wooden, you know, four by four posts and everything. Right. As and it does. like, you know, I did all the calculations for what materials we would need and like measured it all out and did all this stuff which to me is basic like that's that's okay yeah that's easy like dig a trench do this you screw those boards together like it's super simple make sure it's level and but like you know my supervisor who obviously hasn't done that much construction outside from possibly some diy stuff like i i didn't realize that i was like proficient in these kinds of things like this is a skill i've picked up over the years like Oh, you know, definitely, dude. Well, computers and, is that for me. I, I right. And it's actually one of the things I get the most, like, defensive about when people question my computer knowledge. I'm just like, no, fuck you. Um, that's, like, one <laughs> thing I learned as I, I tried back in Wilseyville. I built my own gaming computer. I don't know if you remember that in my apartment there when I was in that trailer behind mm-hmm. the couch. I had I a full setup there. Um, I remember. I was kind of into it then, and then it's not till I got out here when I really hammered down on it. And now it's to the point where, like, I, I consider myself in the upper echelon of like yeah. tech you're my go-to guy when i have guys, questions yeah. about you're it, so you're also my go-to guy i mean i just spend now, literally all day watching youtube videos about how cpus yeah. are made which by the way is magic aliens came up with how we create computer parts it's the most insane thing ever they take in order to create the wires that connect all the different um transistors inside of a uh, cpu because it's so small and you can't actually solder or uh, anything together at that low, they take the silicon, which is the material, they put a stencil over it that's incredible, you know, an incredibly uh-huh. tiny stencil, and then they pour a gas on top and fl- flash a light on it to solidify the gas. It changes the properties of the gas to be a solid, and that is the wire on the silicone. And then they have to keep doing this in all different ways. They have to layer it. They have to make sure the connections are sound. They do it in a multi. It's, it's insane. It's, it's insane. insane. Yeah. Co- computer oh. computer technology, cell phones, and the internet are the yeah. greatest of the human achievements, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, I'll I'll die on the hill of I think that Wikipedia is the library of uh, of Alexandria. Yeah, it kind of yeah. is. You're not wrong. <laughs> it kind of is. 
I, I really w- think it is because you can learn a, you can learn about anything. Wikipedia is a fun middle ground because it it both stands true that it has an insanely vast amount of factual backed information, cited resources, and all that. But it also has the <laughs> winners tell history sort of side of it where some shit gets forgotten and left in Wikipedia that is just someone fucking around on the internet. It's <laughs> it's incredible. It's pretty rare though. It's I'm I, not I saying say it's that... yeah, I'm not saying it's bountiful. I believe that Wikipedia is trusted. There's a reason why it's now an acceptable source for school papers and college papers. But yeah. it is still possible. There are to still, fuck with. still articles like there are times when like news uh, publication systems will like uh, make a correction and like that correction never gets made on Wikipedia because yeah. it was like a year and a half later. That's where you're wrong, buddy. Because there's a Fuck prolific oh. there's a prolific Wikipedia community that goes through and fact checks things that are there. I'm aware of this. And then yeah. flags and removes information that's falsified. And uh, the the conceived notion that most of Wik or even that portions of Wikipedia's knowledge. Uh, we're not even are, saying are that. just people getting in and fucking yeah. with it. We're, we're it's not very say- rare. Incredibly. Yeah, we're not saying that. We're saying there is a case of it. That's all. Yeah, there, it there, does there exist. are cases of yeah, it because it you have exist. humans monitoring it, and there's yeah. just so much information yeah. to go through. It's that, going like, to you, happen no matter. You're what. You're not going to catch all of it, oh, so that's man. why it's big time. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> all right, uh, that's my last topic. Yeah, that'll wrap us up. Lucas, take us away. Take us home, Daddy. Daddy. Oh, it's been a great, it's been a great time. I'm, we're the three best friends that anybody could have, in my opinion. Uh, Uh, I I think people could do a lot better than us if I'm just being fair with who we are, like myself included. Yeah, I don't. But I'll take what I can get. I'll take what I can get. Maybe I have standards. I've changed my stance. We're the three best (laughs) friends that anyone can have. I love it. Your your positive energy is proof enough. That it's what it is. And I'm just the little shade of doubt that's always needed. We just, yeah. uh, I mean, we just like each other and we get along so much. <laughs> I, just, I just think that it's a it's a good friend system. Yeah, know. but you want to throw... Oh, let me say before the outro, uh, this is something that's going to happen either on the next one or the one after that. Jake would like to sit in on one of our podcasts. Oh, okay. he likes Wonderful. He likes you guys. He likes our dynamic. And he actually pointed out something really funny that we've talked about in the past a little bit. He, in... Our friend group is the me to this friend group. Jackass who likes to tell you you're stupid. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, so he, so he's like, that's, that's weird that you're that with them and or that you take on that persona with them. And I was like, I, yeah, I mean, it's who I've always been with you guys. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. We've known each like, other for what sixteen plus years. Yeah. Is. There's, uh, there's levels 16? to this. Yeah. 16 uh i've known charles for well over 20 and i've known you for since i was 14 so that's exactly 16 you hit me on the head but i've known charles for i've known charles since we were uh, 9 10 something like that yeah yep it goes back Um, well that is all we have for today uh i've had a wonderful time my name is lucas i'm kevin charles i won't see you next tuesday no, thanks for listening or see you in the next one. Come on. I, I, I like that one. Tuesday thing. Dreaming about taking you apart. And as you can see, over here we have the man of the machine.